Hey guys, welcome to our wonderful podcast, Confessions of a Pastor's Kid, a.k.a. PK. Now, we created this podcast so pastor's kids everywhere can share their story and debunk some of the common misconceptions about what it means to be a PK, all the while telling their very real stories in hopes that a PK somewhere will realize that they are not the only ones dealing with their struggles. This is going to be a very interesting journey, and we hope that you can stay with us the whole way there let's get going hi everybody and welcome to season two <laughs> what kind of, what kind of intro is that Berkis? what kind of intro is that We're because to no because you literally <laughs> you did that <laughs> This is season two. Welcome to Confessions of a PK. We are excited to start uh, this podcast again. We got so many things ahead right now. Let's get going. Sam. Yeah, yeah. And we are back. Hey, everybody. How are we doing today? Happy Thanksgiving to all of you out there cooking food, eating food. Why? <laughs> Whatever you're doing. I'm glad um, to know that you haven't changed the awkwardness of how no. you podcast. <laughs> that has like, not changed. The very first episode. Hi. 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 <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, I'm glad to be here. My name is Sam. Um, I'm here with my sister, Dorcas. You just heard her. My brother, Jude. And Daniel. I don't know why Dorcas is waiting. I don't know why Douglas is waving. No one can and see. And Judas you. doing a peace sign. <laughs> peace sign. I feel like they could they could hear my peace. They can hear your peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I speak my peace, and you will hear it. Why? Here's, here's, here's a new format for you that we're going to do this season. Last season, we had a chance of hearing from some amazing people and their stories and, you know, how they grew up in a, in a PK's home, in a pastor's home. They're the PK. Um, this season, we're going to do something different. This season, we're going to focus on specific topics that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to try and, um, and get our opinions and our thoughts as a pastor's kid about certain opinions. And there may be days where we bring some guests in. Yes, you may be able to hear back for some of the guests that you heard last season. Um, I know some of them are excited to be here. Um, But we want to start with something very apropos today. Apropos. Apropos means appropriate. Darkest. Know what apropos means? No, no, that's a doctorate degree. No, darkest. Darkest made a face when I said apropos. (laughs) (laughs) That's a doctorate degree speaking. Uh, I'm not even going to sit here and be like, I understood exactly what you said. I was out here in my head like apropos. (laughs) Apropos. Anyway, so today is Thanksgiving Day. Well, now you listen to this on Thanksgiving Day. Um, so we kind of want to kind of dive into this idea of gratitude because we've all heard about it. We've all heard everybody talk about you need to be gracious. You need to be thankful. Well, what does it mean to be thankful? So that's what we kind of dive in today as you sit around the family table and enjoy good food. You know, for all you Americans out there, turkey, for all of you Africans out there, jollof rice. Bankun. Or bankun, however, however you enjoy. I'm sorry, are we, are, we, are, we, are we making the assumption that 
Africans in Af- in Ghana, like in Africa, are celebrating Thanksgiving? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, here, here in America. Okay. Yeah, here in America. Here in America, this America. All right. Um, so, so we're gonna start a really easy one. Okay, my my dear siblings, and how do you all define gratitude? Well, Webster's Dictionary. Define- <laughs> Sit down. You don't get to talk anymore. You don't, you don't get to talk anymore. Mute us, Mike. Mute us, Mike. He's a sound engineer, so we can't mute, <laughs> we can't mute us, Mike. Just turn it back on. <laughs> I, I I do have some definitions I looked at, but I want to hear um, what what y'all think of it. Let's start with Daniel. Okay. Um. So we're gonna go, we're gonna go from youngest to oldest, right? So yeah. Daniel Dirk is me, you. Okay. Daniel, don't preach. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you say Daniel Dirk is then? Nah, calm yourself, sir. Calm yourself, your 29 year old self. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, Dirk, you're 30. That's right. Yes, I am 30. 30, right. and I'm proud. The of reason course. why that is funny for those of you listening, Dirk just hates the fact that. <laughs> People sometimes think I'm older than her. You know why? Because I'm short. I'm, I'm short compared to the rest of them. I'm sure that's why you're the I'm youngest. Sh- yeah, sure. yeah, because I'm, I'm shorter. You're the youngest. Yes, Douglas. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think that's the issue because I'm shorter than both of them, and nobody thinks I'm. They're what? Older than me. Oh, you look old. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> I was anyway, about to say it, but I'm like, hey. <laughs> anyway, Daniel, how do you define gratitude? <laughs> Crazy people. Oh man. Um, so gratitude for me, I think, um, is like an, an act of being thankful for, um, whether something is given to you, whether something is done for you. Um, and also not just being like, you know, appreciative of it, but also being willing to give back. Also, you know, somebody gives you food, you're willing to give back the same or even more. Um, just that whole feeling of, Hey, I love that you did this for me, and just know that I'm ready to do the same right back to you. Yeah, you know? I think that's really where true gratitude um, comes in. So, so if I'm hearing correctly, you're thinking more of gratitude must have some type of reciprocity in there. I think the willingness, willingness. Is, is really yeah, not, not necessarily yeah. I have to give back to you. It's just that man, I wish if I had it, like just know that I would, mm. you know, do the same for you. You know. Cool. Um, like cool. if somebody doesn't get back to you, it doesn't mean that they're not gracious. Mm. That makes sense. How about you, Mr. Jude? Uh, gratitude, I guess I would, I would define it as being appreciative. Like you can Sounds show familiar. your... <laughs> I genuinely hate my siblings. <laughs> No, you're only mad because you know you would have done the same thing and I beat you to it. I would have. But well, I had no choice. There was no way I could beat you to it. But that's true. Uh, right. No, but yeah, it's 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 being being able to show appreciation because like Daniel said, like you can you can show how your your gratitude, how how appreciative you are by your your actions. So I guess I guess I would also so gratitude is also can be can be a reaction. Mm. Mm. If you show, if you are, you know, if you are truly going to want to show a gratitude about something that someone did for you, like you can either show that you're happy about it or that you're disappointed in it. So your reaction to it too, I guess, um, 
that's something that's just as important. So would reacting negatively be considered negative gratitude or just no gratitude? Um, I don't know if we can say the word, we can say the phrase negative gratitude. But no, right? It sounds like an oxymoron almost. Yeah. Well, no, not really, but I just it just doesn't sound like something that like makes yeah. sense. But no, with no gratitude, yes, yeah, yeah, cool. How about you, my sister? Um, when I think of gratitude, I think I think uh, Dale and Jude have said most of it, but being thankful, being grateful for um, what you have, what people have done for you, and all of that. You know, um, being grateful, uh, having gratitude. You know, sometimes you don't have to do something back to a person, but you have to show that you, you know, like you thank them, you appreciate what they've done for you and all of that. You know, because there are some people in this world where you do something for them and they just take it for granted and they they think you're supposed to do it, but it's not like the person is not obligated to do anything for you. So, but when they do it for you, um, you know, thank them, you know, show appreciation, sometimes return the favor to them or return favor to somebody else. And, you know, and all of that. That, that actually make all of you have like really great idea. As, as I'm listening to you, like I, I keep, coming back to this, I think we all talk about this receiving and if you receive it, someone do something to you, right? And and I'm gonna take a I'm take a different stab at it. Right. You know, the Bible says in all things give thanks, right? Mm. So what if it didn't receive anything? Right. Yeah, that's what yeah. Oh, you know what? I, that, that ties back to sorry to touch you off what I'm going to that goes back to <laughs> what said. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> it kind of ties back to a little bit what Dirk has said, like in that you 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 got to be grateful for what you have. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean someone gave it to you, but like if yeah. if someone gives Daniel five dollars, but they don't give me five dollars, I should still be grateful for what it is that I have, even though yeah. I don't anything. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it it, it it's this concept of. It doesn't always have to be something giving. Now I got mm-hmm. it. I I went on positive psychology and I, and I, positive psychology is this new age of psychology that's not been around for a long time, maybe twenty years or so. Um, so it's, it's it's fairly young, I think, concept. And younger than me. <laughs> and they're <laughs> and they're and they they kind of give a bunch of. Uh, definition, right? You know, one of them, the Harvard Medical School, you know, when Harvard's name is on something, you know, they say a, a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. So that kind of goes into receiving something, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then there's some bunch of researchers who have done some work on this, and some of them say it's an emotion that is typically evoked when one received costly, unexpected, and intentional gift or benefit, right? So those are the three things. You need to be costly. It needs to to be costly. According to them, costly, unexpected, and intentional. Well, it is Harvard, so they're they're expecting you. They're college, university. (laughs) Well, so that kind of kind of leads me to the next question, like, 
is gratitude an emotional state or is it like, um, yeah, is it an emotional state and why or why not? Is it a feeling? Like feeling gratitude? Yeah. Is it just a feeling or is it something that is attached to an action? I I personally think that um, it shouldn't always be attached to an action. Like I said before, there are times we have to be grateful for that. Be content in what you have. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm sorry, but if that's the case, is it even is it possible? Well, let me ask this question first. Is it possible to have something that you ha- that you haven't received? There again. Is it possible to, because for example, Judy, you said, you know, if I were to get $5, you should still be gracious in what you have, but what it is that you have, was it not given to you? Hmm. I don't know. Because I mean, it, if that's point. the case, if it's always attached to receiving, it's always attached to an action. Because at the end of the day, even if you keep kind of going down the line, God is the one that gives. But, but I think, you know what I mean? That's the case, then it's, it's both... Um, it's it's both an emotion, something that you feel, and also something that is attached to something. Because when, I, or I should say that it follows each other. Mm-hmm. You cannot it's say dependent that on each other. Yeah, yeah. So you get the action and then the feeling. The emotional, yeah. the emotion and the feeling part is dependent on the, the action. Action. Yeah. So so then, do we? How do we put? the action part of gratitude in motion. So can I just say, oh, I'm grateful. Well, how do I know you're grateful? How do, how do, for example, let's, let's continue that example. How does Daniel show they're grateful when someone gives them something? Is there an action Daniel needs to do to yes. show he's grateful? Yes. yes, he has to say thank you. That would be the action. He has to say thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Like one tear, just one tear. That the Denzel tear. The Denzel tear. <laughs> that glory tear. That's it. That That's lean it. on something. So, so kind of tear. So the action in this case is verbal. Just verbal. It's not the only one, but yeah. Verbal. But honestly, for the most part, it's let's say it's morally us humans, it's morally right for you to verbally thank the person for what they've done for you. And if the shoe was on the other foot, also you also can do the same thing for that person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it is it is interesting because and 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 folks, as, as you're listening to this and contemplating, you know, this past year and a half, two years of COVID, is it, it's been almost two years. So, mm-hmm. are we? Is there something to be thankful for during this yes. COVID? Yes, definitely. Look, I understand this might be controversial, and it, it's the worst thing that could have happened, to, you know, for our, you know, generation, a human, the, the human life, the human being, the the like life in general. <clears throat> it's it's probably one of the worst things that could have happened to us. But for those of us who made it through, especially people who got COVID and overcame it, you kind of feel this survivor's remorse type of thing. Yeah, I had it, but I was young, so it didn't really hurt too bad. But nonetheless, those who like really suffered and were able to like 
leave the hospital and go home and see their family. Some yeah. of them, I've heard stories of people who have like survivor's remorse because it's just like, why do I deserve to be here? If you think about the why you deserve something, it's it, it's one way, or I guess it's, it's the first step to showing your gratitude. Yeah. It's kind of like because you, in, in order for you to show your gratitude, you need to understand what it is that you're you're grateful, grateful for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, See, was, I was, think in this pandemic, um, there's a lot for us to be, you know, grateful for. You know, because like Jude said, a lot of people didn't leave the hospital. Right. You know, a lot of people lost their kids, their mothers. You know, so if you are alive and well. Even the fact that you have life, you know, you should be grateful for that. There are others that, um, you know, they got COVID, didn't have it too bad. And they kind of like myself, the only thing I had was congestion. That that was basically it, you know, and I was in my room like, well, this is 10 day vacation. Like, let's go. But at the same time, I also knew that there were people who, you know, they were healthy and they were working out, you know, eating right. They got COVID, they passed away, you know, so I'm grateful and I'm thankful to God and, you know, for basically for sparing my life, let's just say, because, mm. you know, it could have gone either or, you know. The, um, I asked that question and, and part of the reason why I asked that is, I think at times we we look at how the world teaches gratitude, right? There's there's the worldly gratitude, and then there is the spiritual side of things, right? And like like the the, the, picture I get, the definition I gave said, it needs to fit this this identity. It needs to fit costly unexpected, I forgot what the third one is, right? Unintentional, right? Mm -hmm. Cause the unexpected yep. and intentional, right? Um, <clears throat> is gratitude or is Thanksgiving a relative emotion? In other words, what, what I might be thankful for, you might not be thankful. What do you guys think of that, or that statement? Is, is, it a, is it a universal thing that should we all be thankful for COVID? You can't phrase it that way. You can't say, <clears throat> I'm thankful for COVID. You should not be thankful for... Uh, Something negative like that. Yeah, the negative... Like, obviously, COVID, like I said, was a horrible thing. But what you, what I choose to be thankful, what I choose to be grateful about in that, that whole negativity is the fact that I am still here, that I can still go home, kiss my wife, kiss my son, spend time with them, go to work, spend time with my family. You have to look at, all right, what 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 was what was the negative this negative thing what could it have done to me and how have i now overcome this so let me look at that positive don't focus on a negative so you can't say that oh i am thankful for covid you can say that you know you're saying you can be thankful for opportunities that came up in that cool. mm -hmm. moment mm -hmm. but you shouldn't necessarily be happy that millions, was it millions? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's in the millions now. Yeah, it's millions in the millions. Lives were lost. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, so so here's the thing. You, know, you kind of give an example. I can still go home and kiss my wife and kiss my kids. So did COVID change anything for you? Because you could have still done that without. True. Well, I see. Well, I think. Ahead, I'm sorry. I think when it comes to being gracious is understanding that um, anything can happen and being able to bypass the negative. So without. It's it's, it's 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 kind of crazy to say this, but it's almost like without COVID, we would have never been. We, we so a lot of people would have taken for granted everything that they did have. So COVID, in in a way, actually brought about a lot of um, Thanksgiving and a lot of uh, gracious hearts because there are a lot. There were probably people out there that were taking advantage of the things that they had in their lives. Um, and when COVID came, it's like, oh my goodness. I could have possibly been without any of these things, but the, I have these things in my life. So now I am gracious towards um, all these things that I have in my life. So it, I'm not saying it was necessary, but sometimes having the negative is what can allow us to be able to bypass it and look past it and say, wow, this negative thing is happening, but at least I have this, these other great things in my life. And like an example that I can give for that is Daniel, myself and two of our other friends started a record label in the middle. That was something that probably would have been, we would have done over time. Probably later on. Later on. And the reason for that is we had the time now. You know, it was unfortunate that they closed down the economy, they shut down the economy, and we were all forced to work from home. Some people lost a lot of their their jobs. You know, by God's grace, I was still, we all were still able to to hold on to our profession and our work. But we didn't have to no longer, like for me, most of my mornings consisted of, all right, five o'clock, my alarm goes off. If I'm not too tired, maybe I'll go for it, go to exercise a little bit. All right, I come back, I shower, I get ready. I get my my son ready. I drop him off. I go to work. I sit behind a desk for however many hours, come back home, feed my son, feed myself, go to bed. There was this there was rarely any like moment where I had time for myself. Like to relax. A lot of the time during before COVID, whenever I wanted to do stuff for myself, I would stay up till 2 a.m trying to get something done. But I now no longer had to go drive in 20 minutes to work, 20 minutes back. Asia for her, it was 45 minutes to work, 45 mm-hmm. minutes back. We no longer had that. So we were able to reorganize our calendars to say that, all right, I'll wake up, I'll do my work, I'll stop working, I'll do what I need to do for myself and then go on to my day. And we were able to achieve a lot. Honestly, like with COVID, um, one thing, like you said, you can't really like credit something, you know, negative. Like in the neg, like Nike said this uh, scripture before, like in all things, give thanks, right? So in the midst of the storm, you know, you kind of have to like stand still and look around like Daniel said and look at what you have and be like, okay, I have this. So it's like now there are some people who are very grateful for the things that they have now, the people around them. They they don't really necessarily take things for granted anymore because they think somebody doesn't have that. Yeah, you know, so somebody so doesn't good. like somebody doesn't have that. Somebody doesn't have their parent, you know, like, like, you know, 
some bonds were formed, you know, relationships came back together through this, you know? So like, I'm not going to give COVID the credit, but like in the midst of the storm, it's like, okay, like literally we were forced to stand still. That's what happened. We were forced to stand yeah. still. And I think to kind of uh, piggyback off of that, um, I mean, you're, I feel like you're probably going to ask this question later on, but um, to kind of redefine gratitude now, I think it, I personally think it is an action and that action is a pause that kind of like, okay, let's pause. Let's like Jude, your example, I got $5. Let's say I needed 500. Somebody gave me $5. Okay. Now I got to pause. Yes. I needed 500, but this is $5 that I didn't have to work for. So let me be gracious about that. So I think that action of just like pausing and just realizing what it is that you actually have. And then that's where that feeling of, um, Oh, 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 Thanksgiving gratitude. There we go. Yeah. That's where that feeling of gratitude comes from. Just that moment of just let's pause. Let's figure that when, when COVID came, we had to pause. Like you said, Dirk, we were forced to pause. And when we were forced to pause, it's like, oh, okay, I have a lot more than I think I do. You know, there was a point where I was pissed off when I came home from work. And then in the middle of COVID, yeah, I was still a little upset about certain things, but I had to pause. And I'm like, yeah, but I still have a job. Like for, like, lost for an jobs. example, um, yeah. like I used to work in a daycare, right? And, it, you know, y'all know the story. But then, um, you know, I got a new job and everything. And co- and it literally it's like a year after I got that job, COVID hit. And then, but I was still working, you know, I was still going to work yeah. and everything. And I remember um, daddy said something to me one night, you know, because I was tired. And he's like you see, you have a job. And I was like, wait, what? Because he was so random with it. And then he's like, you know, if you were at the daycare, you would not be working. And I was like, oh, he's right. You know, I would not have been working. And then I also, you know, texted, you know, my old boss to ask her how everything was in the daycare. And she was like, you know, by God's grace, you know, she's able to pay her workers, but they weren't working. But because I worked there before, I kind of know how much, you know, the pay is. And I knew that it wasn't a full-time job. So they were getting paid basically that, you know, estimated amount. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of if they were to work that whole entire day's worth, they would have gotten a whole entire day's worth if they worked, um, if they were still working. So I was like, you know what? I'm very grateful for that, you know, because, you know, when daddy said it, it made me think, oh, I do have a job. So now I'm more, you know, gracious towards, you know, the job that I have and everything. And that moment of pause that kind of brought brought that gratitude. Yeah. So this is, this is a great conversation. And one of the things I want to, I want to ask here real quick, this may seem like a, a dumb question, but I want I wanted to talk about it. Why should we be grateful about things? What what is, what is the importance of gratitude, right? Um, and and uh, for me, and I'll answer this first because I want to. Um, <laughs> very humble. <laughs> no, I did I did some research and we're talking about how gratitude actually changes your brain. Right. Mm-hmm. Talks about Explain. Reese. What is it? Explain. Well, I'm about to. No, I want to make sure I got it right. Right. 
Um, so researchers found that um, it, it, I don't know how to put it, people who tend to be more grateful have more brain activity, right, in the medial prefrontal cortex, right? So the area associated with learning and decision-making, mm-hmm. right? So this brain activity actually persists um, way later, even after you've you've gotten something that you that you're grateful about, right? So what what those researchers suggested is that gratitude has long lasting effects. Like let's say someone give you something today, and that emotion, that that state of gratitude, that state of thankfulness, keeps your brain sharp keeps your there's a brain activity because your brain remembers that and reminds you of that down the road so when something happened this is why when something happens and i heard mom talk about this a lot that you know when we're in ghana and we were struggling now that we're in america when we're struggling we remember back your brain Mm -hmm. goes "Whoa, whoa, whoa back up and those activity, those synapses, that's firing away, yeah. and it keeps saying, "Do you remember one?" And I mean, how many, how many times have that happened to us, right? Mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. where when you're in a state of need and you're about to give up, and and I and I can't speak for you, but it happened to me quite often when I first moved to California, for example, where I was just dejected. I'm like, I need money, I need to pay rent, I need to do this, and I I almost lost faith in God. And my brain, which, you know, research is saying it's a brain, but I think it's the Holy Spirit. But, you know, but it kind of helps that brain to say, think back. And yeah. your brain, your brain, your brain kind of go, wait, I've seen this before. Yeah. And we've gotten through it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Also, it's actually really interesting because, like, it's, it's almost like that, that's why God even puts you through certain things mm-hmm. so i remember um one of israel Holton's songs still standing at the end of it he goes there's a toy that when you punch it it'll go down and it'll yeah. pop back up because it's weighted on the bottom yeah. and that weight is 100 percent necessary because when you punch it it's almost like the toy goes down and then remembers wait i got some weight on me yeah i can come back up and so i think i i really see where you're coming from like it's almost like god really puts you through the ringers sometimes yeah. So that when you start to go through it again, your brain automatically thinks, yo, you've been through this before. One you thing about um, gratitude also and what you guys are saying is gratitude, like you, you, I think your question is, is it necessary or something like that? The importance of it. Yeah. Yeah. The importance of it. People are, are very grateful, you know, very thankful positive people, you know, they don't necessarily, they're not really negative you know, and I think that when it comes to being grateful, that's needed because people that are, are grateful all the time, are thankful all the time, are usually, let's just say they're freer. Mm-hmm. They're freer. They have, they don't really have a lot of things really holding them down, let's just say, because there are some people that go through things like there's that aspect. But I'm just saying, um, I think, in my opinion, people that are grateful all the time, you know, are freer, are happy. And like you guys were saying, when you're grateful and something happens, at first, the first thing, I think the first reaction of a human being to do is to almost panic when yeah. something happened. And then it's like, you, like um, Naki said, 
your brain goes like, remember, you know, where you came from. Like it almost like it takes stock, like go back to your storage. This is what happened before. This is not like it before, Mm. you know? And I feel like sometimes like Dan was also saying, you go through some things and a God wants to build your character. God wants to build. There's something about you that you may be lacking. There's something about you that you may not be doing. And it's sometimes God is like, okay, my child needs to get up and move. So, you know, you know, something happens that it's like, um, how should I put it? It makes you wake up. It's like a wake up call, like stand up, go. And then you start panicking and it's like, no, this is building you up. Be grateful for, you know, that's when like, in all things, give thanks. Um, Okay. This is happening. I'm grateful. This was happening. Okay. For an example, you have a problem with impatience or anger. Somebody cuts you off, you know, I always remember what if that person cutting you off in that split second was saving you from an accident, you know, yeah. was saving you from something. So you'd be grateful. Like, okay. And well, that happens I'm grateful, to me. I'm grateful, but that don't mean that I'm, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I'm just saying like, for me, an example, like when I'm driving and let's say it's 35 and then I look in, on my car and I'm going 30. Oh, the speedometer. Yes, I, was, I, yes, wanted to I say knew Jude was going to correct her. I, I knew, knew it, knew. but you know why I didn't say it? Because of the lisp, because of that S and B. I was not going to say it. But Spedometer. <laughs> Stop it. But, um, Sounds you know, up. and if I'm going 30. Stop, Jude. <laughs> but if I'm going 30 and the speed limit is 35, then I'm like, oh, my goodness, what are you doing? But then I have to quickly. Hold up. Yes. You heard what you just said, right? What? If you're going 30 and the speed limit is 35. Yeah. I think you must, oh, okay. I think, I think she's actually trying to make a point. I think she's no, no, I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point. The speed limit is 35. The car in front of me is going oh, okay. and I'm going 30. And I'm trying to figure out why are we going 30 when you, you should be going 35, With you me. know? But then I'm getting, but then well, in that moment, it's like, okay, that's just me. like, remember, it might be saving you from something. Then I'm thankful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm thankful for whatever in, in which <laughs> okay. is going to happen. Okay. Jude, go ahead. All right. All right. Jude, go ahead. I want to, I want to say something to that. I, I want to ask this okay. question. I would ask this question. You're doing 30 miles an hour because the car in front of you is going slow. The speed limit, the posted speed limit is 35. Do That's you go legal. around that car? Um, I'm going around that car. I'm sorry. It's a one lane street. I'm man. not going to lie. Is that it one depends. It depends. First of all, I'm going to go off to the side. Is there on coming? I'm going to look to see if there's a car coming. It's more than that. Look to see if the cops are around. But, uh, <laughs> and then I kind of, no, but there have been a time when somebody was going 25 and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to be late to church. No. Here, here's the thing, Dorcas. I'm going to, I'm going to counter that. And this, I don't want to sound goody two shoes or anything like, cause I do oh, that boy. too. You're going to sound like, but, um, gratitude can also actually overcome negative emotions and negative things. Right. So, Using your own example, maybe in that situation, have you thought of just driving around that car? (laughs) (laughs) 
No. Oh, like not like not doing anything. No, I know where I know where Sam was coming from. And doing- Mama Mama always tells a story and I can't remember, but apparently it happened. Uh where she was driving and she was like, you Oh know, yeah, yeah, I no, that's what I'm off. saying. That's what I do. And I'm like, hey mom, it's possible that it's an angel just cutting you off so that you don't get into an accident. And immediately she calmed down. Well, I'm not so I'm, I, I, I'm, I see I'm, where you're coming from. I'm not that good at two shoes to say you know, it's an angel. That's what right, I was about man. to say. I, I'm sorry. I look at, I'm looking at your car. I'm like, yo. No, I, I said that. No, no. I only me? said that because mom and no. dad used to say that to us. But not yeah. Like, I understand where you're coming from. Get off your phone and so I can get a ride. I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I'm saying, like, when that happens, it's something in that moment, I'm like, okay. Let, let me not just do anything and I just drive yeah. you know I'm like you never know what's happening ahead of me you know maybe this is God's way of kind of like pausing yeah. me like yeah. Daniel said like there's a pause you know then I and then I move on to the next you yeah. know but there are times when you know when I'm pressed for time Perfect. just go around yeah Daniel Perfect. go ahead yeah so um, I, I do I, I personally just feel like this, this has to be said I feel like when it comes to this kind of realizing your mind going back to the beginning, realizing all that, you know, you've gone through and being able to kind of be calm through the storm. I, I just want to give a quick shout out to mom and dad because they I feel like they've mastered this. Like this it's ridiculous how much they have mastered that feeling of like, OK, I'm not have to I don't have to worry about. It. I mean, it's possible that in their in their closet, like in their room, they're probably talking about stuff and thinking yeah. things over. But in front of us. Absolutely not. Like they have done it really well. Depends on and, what's oh, it depends on what's happening. Obviously, because when I was in the car with mom, she was pissed. Not watching football, and Chelsea's doing something stupid. Oh, they, the legs Wait. flop and the snaps. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, but that's because Dad knows he doesn't need to pray about that. They're always doing something. They're always, they're always doing something stupid. It's okay, Chelsea. man, you four to one. Hey, <laughs> Watford. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was about to call him out. No, I mean, hey, at least y'all got rid of him. Y'all got rid of your manager. At least y'all got it. No, like, like one thing, but you know, shout out, like Daniel said, shout out to our parents for always, like, for an example, I'm going to give a testimony. Something happened and I got a report. And my immediate reaction, like, I got really quiet when, you know, I got that report. And my immediate reaction was to like, oh, was, that, yeah. yeah, was to do that. But I was like, you know what? That's why I got quiet because I didn't want to say anything or be negative. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet. And then <laughs> I remember we're talking about it. Mommy goes, it shook you a little bit, didn't it? And I was like, you know, <laughs> the way she said it, it was funny. Shook but it, didn't I, it? <laughs> it did. But the thing is looking at mommy and daddy and the examples that like they've been, I was able to be like, you know what? I know what to do in situations like this. I'm grateful that this is happening because it's giving me an opportunity. And Jude mentioned that word earlier to, to get strong in my faith. Let's go to God and let's pray about it. Mm. You know, give me the opportunity to, I'm like, maybe God wants me in this moment to spend more time with him. So, okay, I'm going to take hold of this opportunity and do that. And that's what I did. And then God changed everything, you know, literally like a week later, it got, it got reversed. You know so, what I'm saying? So, yeah. so like things like that happen, shout out to mommy and daddy, you know, for who they are. So that Daniel knows this thing because I, I have told him about it. It's, it's a decision-making tool and it's actually something that um, John Wesley used to write a lot of his sermons. It's called the Wesleyan Quadrilateral, 
Right. Wrestling choir. I learned it. I, I learned it in, in seminary. It's really cool. But anyway, it's really quiet. I'm sorry. Judas yeah, man quiet. Um it's hard to so, make jokes about people <laughs> being, being gracious. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep my mouth. <laughs> Golly! All right, we gotta get the going. Comment section about to be blown. Daniel, oh. Daniel and Douglas has to go at eight o'clock. Comment section, Oh snap! Yeah, that's right. No, no, um, it's okay. It's okay. I told Joe we'll be a little late. So, we're gonna bring her back to the Bible here. Because, oh, like, yeah. like, like, I was talking about the Wesleyan quadrilateral. So, the, what the Wesleyan quadrilateral does, quadrilateral, the Wesleyan quad, what it does is give four points of um, how to make decisions or, or what, yeah, how to make decisions. So, you, you choose a topic, any any topic at all, and we're gonna do that a lot this season in this podcast to kind of work through some some things. So the first thing it does is, you know, it, it asks you, what does reason tells us about this topic? Reason. What does the, the smart people say or the experts are saying, right? And then what does experience say about gratitude? What does tradition say? So what has been done in the past? But then what's more important is what does the Bible say? What does scripture say about the topic? And this is really cool because you can use it with anything. Like I'm talking about anything. You pick a topic and start writing out what all of this means. So Philippians 4.67, right? And there's two Bible verses I'm going to give. Philippians 4.67. And it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in... All things in everything by prayer and supplication, and supplication with thanksgiving. thanksgiving. All right, let your request be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, it's very confident to like do this and have people finish it when you have the Bible scripture right in front of you. Well, that's whatever. This, I'm this just gonna is, keep that to myself. Scripture. There, there is another one. First, First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. This is the last part I really like, and that's why I want to hear your thoughts on this. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It is the will of God for us to be gracious, to have gratitude in all things and rejoice always. Now, this is a confession to a PK. Yeah, I know where this is going. And some of the lives that we've had in the past That's so great. have, have been necessarily been like, that's why I asked the whole, is it relative thing? Hasn't always been a moment to rejoice. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm being honest and real here. We're being mm-hmm. candid. We're being candid. Right? 
what does this Bible verse say to you? And how do you take this Bible verse? Again, coming from your experience, remember the quadrilateral, right? One of them is experience. What your experience have taught you, what you've been through. Okay. So this Bible verse, I can say this. Um, Like you said before, the things we've been through and all of that. Some very negative and all that stuff. But then fast forward to now, one thing that I can say is, you know, it made me stronger. So it's like, it's the will of God. So even though we might not have liked it, there was a purpose for it. You know, what was that purpose? Okay, for me personally, for my my destiny, what God has created me to do, you know, what did it bring out of me? What, what were the fruits that came out? So it made me stronger. It made me more grateful when things happen. I try not to fret because then it's like, okay, you know what hunger is, but right now you may not have what you want to eat, but you got food. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's made me more grateful. Let's just say for what I have, it's made me more, um, more dependent on God. All right. Let, let, let me rephrase a question. I was about to say, you're, you're getting away from what Samuel was asking. The Bible say, and I hear you, it made you grateful. Mm-hmm. How hard was that process? Oh, it was hard. Yeah, walk me through that. Oh, like the process? Uh, okay. See where you're going. I did not. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. In the moment, I was not about to say thank you. I'm sorry. Like, like oh. honestly, like to be honest, that is true. Like, I was not going to be like. I was not about to. Say there were times that. when I have gone to God and asked Him why. Like, right. yeah, I don't know. A lot of people say why don't ask God why all of that, you know. But there've been times when us oh, they will pick on you. You can put your hand down. Um, where like you know I have. I've got why I've cried. Why me? Why did this happen to me? Like I do this, I do that, I do that. You know, why? Like the process was hard. You know, there were times when I didn't want to be around people because it was like, Mm. I do not trust y'all. Yeah. And I want to come back to you, but I didn't see what Daniel had to say. So I'm going to try and answer the question. So the question was basically, what does that verse of scripture mean to us? Yeah. Um, I think the wh- wh- where everybody tends to go is if things go wrong and you get upset, you're in sin. But then when you look at other points of scripture, it talks about, you know, blessed are those who are poor in spirit, you know, blessed are those who are uh, uh, who, who mourn and things like that. Right. So the Beatitudes tell us, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. So a lot of times that moment of being upset is actually necessary. So I don't think when God says, you know, in all things, give thanks, he's saying that when things go bad, you're not allowed to be upset. I don't think that's necessarily what God mm-hmm. is, but what God is saying. I think he's but trying it, to say like, don't stay in it. Yeah. I think you're, it's, it's, it's really a matter of the heart because, and also a matter of making room for God. So if you look at the Beatitudes, a lot of it is just making room for God. He says, blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted because when you mourn, you make room for God to come in and then comfort you. And so when God says, be thankful in all things, okay. In the moment, yes, I understand you're going through it, but make room for God to come in to help you. And that moment, that 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 
you, you making room for God is, God, right now, I'm really upset, but I want you to know that I love you. I'm really upset right now, but I just still want to say thank you because at least I have these other things. I'm really upset about what's going on, but you still got this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you can be upset. You can even cry. You can, you know, be angry. And, but it's, it's just that, like Dirk said, don't stay in it and allow God and make room for God to be God in your life. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Judy, anything to say? I mean, y'all kind of said it all, but like, you know, to, to answer the initial question, like I, I kind of already did. In those moments, yeah, I don't, that's not the first thing that comes to mind is, well, you know what? I need to be grace, be grateful for yeah. this. Uh, I, my leg is broken. My arm is hanging out. Like, thank God yeah. that this happened. To me. Yeah, but Jesus, like Jesus cried for Lazarus. Thank you. Yeah, you know what I mean? He cried for Lazarus. But well, like even, even before he went on the cross, he still was that, like that, that was the example I was about to give. Like the man prayed and said, Yo, uh, can y'all yes, find something else? <laughs> if, if I don't want to do have, have you guys um is this is kind of weird making a joke, but have you heard a uh, Jim Gaffigan joke about you know he goes, Hey dad, um instead of dying for them, can I have a big bake sale? <laughs> big sale. <laughs> But as, as stupid as that joke is, I get it. it. It's kind of like, yo, you know. I'm about to die for these guys. Like, uh, yeah, but you, we also have to remember, he said even before the beginning of time, he had already. I, we are, we completely understand that. Oh, no, no, no. But I'm just trying to, like, you know, say, like, in that moment, it's, it's like the Lord knew he had to do it. But then it was like, mm, well. Yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I am just a person. I'm just yeah. a person. I'm going to be feeling all these emotions. I feel different emotions for the first five minutes that I wake up. I can go through the whole emotional spectrum. I wake up and I'm just like, man. You, know, you might I'm need to see a doctor about that. Can I finish? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, for example. People like, going to think we hate each other. <laughs> But like, you know, sometimes, especially like if I know that I'm like, I'm exhausted and I, I, I want to take the day off or something like that, but I know I have a lot of work that I want to, I have to do at, at the office. Yeah, I'll wake up and I'll, anyway. I'll sit, I'll sit on the edge of my bed. Sometimes I'm just like, man, I'm really about to get out. This Yo, place. I've been there. I'm, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, am I really, I'm really I lay down and really be like, up this early. And then, and then, I, I start rethinking how many vacation days I have. You know funny? <laughs> but sometimes I'll sit there and I'll be like, but you know what? At least I can. I, hopefully, I can get ready before Micah can get up. And all of a sudden, yeah, and I'm like, oh, man, Lord, <laughs> you gonna add on to this? You gonna add on? I'm just like, you, you know, know one thing. At least, at least, at least, I'm feeling good. My stomach doesn't hurt or anything. All of a sudden, mm. oh my God, <laughs> like believe me, everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Most mornings I wake up and I'm just, I go from happy to sad, back to happy, back to angry, but I'm just like all over the place. That's Murphy it's, for you. Right. Honestly, it's, it's I think. Annoying, um, like, oh, go ahead, Jude. <laughs> no, Jude is done. <laughs> He's done. Yeah, um, I'm done, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> no, let me finish. Let me finish. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Okay. Finish. You good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'm going to go. I think the example that Jude was giving about, you know, Jesus praying before, you know, um, being crucified. He, I think, like, I was just thinking about it, and I think he exhibited um, 
an example for us, like what happens, you know, like the human side, like, you know, the emotions, like, do I, do I really have to do this? That type of deal. But then at the end of the day, he did, you know, the will of God, you know what I'm saying? So it's like more important, more important. Like you said, that's a great way of phrasing it. He showed us, look, you will experience this as I have come down here in flesh. You will experience these things, Mm -hmm. but do as I do. Do as I do. I pray to God for strength. Yeah. You're yeah. Go through this. That's what we got to do. When I wake up in the morning, unfortunately, I I'm 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 not ashamed to say that I I don't always pick up my Bible or go down on my knees to pray. It's one of the sometimes the first thing I do is I pick up my phone and say like, what's the weather? What's on Facebook? What's on mm-hmm. this? What happened with my team yesterday when I fell asleep? Like. You know, there, there are certain things that and and obviously all those things add on, especially when I see that Arsenal lost for nothing to Liverpool. <laughs> I saw that, man. You know, yeah. that's, that's you wake up in the morning. That's something about all, four and, with you guys. Well, I cannot wait till Chelsea just, <laughs> like literally falls hard, hard. Up. It will. Don't worry. So clearly we're taking this out of the podcast. I know. This is days in a podcast. Chelsea is trash. They really are. (laughs) Oh, and all the Chelsea fans in the comments. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Fine, y'all can go. We don't need you. That's all right. Bye, Chelsea. (laughs) But Judas, right? At the end of the day, like you know, God showed us this is what you need to do in those moments. But sometimes we make it hard for ourselves. Yeah. Cause like I was saying before, like, even though like in front of us, mom and dad never did anything. Like, to be honest, I'm sure that when they spoke to each other, they said, man, you know what? This, this how are we going to really, get really tough? This? How are we going to do this? You know what? We just got to trust God, but man, this is tough. This is really tough. Yeah. You know, you know what? what? And, and I, I think that's a cool way to kind of wrap this up. Um, I, I was having a conversation with a student of mine and um, we kind of, she was going through some hard stuff in, 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 in their life. And we sat in, we sat in my office and she shared how hard it's been that week. But then she ended it with, but I'm going to be okay though. And, and I appreciated that. I appreciate that because I think it's important for us to do that. Actually the way she put it, she said, it's okay that I'm going through this. And one of the things I told her was, it's also sometimes okay to name the hardship. And that does not mean you're not grateful for what you have. It doesn't mean that, you know, you take, you, you take for granted what you have. But it's okay to name the hardship. If you take the first half of almost all the Psalms, you would think David was a whiny little person. Mm-hmm. 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 They complaining. That God, is... they out here. They trying to get me. God, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but the Israelites in the wilderness, though. Yeah. Yeah, uh, them too. Uh, no, no, no. Look, but, look, no, but here's the thing. That's a group, of, that's a yeah. group of people. That's a group. Even their stuff wasn't as long. David wrote the whole book of Psalms. <laughs> But here's the thing. Here is where David is a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. We all know he sinned. 
If we, if, mm. we re- if we really want to look at it, David is a rapist and a murderer. Oh yeah, right. The rapist part. I take the rapist part out. He was. Well, he sold to somebody else's wife. It's an adulterer. Yeah. yeah. Say that. Don't say rape. Okay, he's an adulterer, but he was definitely a murderer. Okay, and so a murderer. let's start all over. Let's start all over. Um, David was an adulterer and a murderer. Continue. <laughs> you know how I knew that his situation was bad when he got sick, and then his girls like, "Oh, let's send the woman in." And let's send some young ones in there. He's like, "Nah, I ain't feeling there. I ain't feeling." That's that. when they were like, "Oh, he must be really sick." And I'm like, "And, it, and it, anyway, we're kind of getting off course yet." Yeah. If but if you read the other part of the book of Psalms, he always comes back to, "But you are God." Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. And to me, that is gratitude when you can acknowledge your situation and still say and not even but. Right. I'm learning to use the word but less. Right. So you can acknowledge the situation you're in and acknowledge the God in your situation. When I do tours here for students, I end it with, we have a cliff here. Our entire school oversee the ocean, but there's this one particular cliff that you can see almost the big ocean, like it's huge. And we stand there and we say, I'm not saying your problems are little. The guy who created that got your back. That is gratitude for me to acknowledge God and acknowledge that he created that and he got my back. That's gratitude to me. Yes, Jude. You had an opportunity to do something awesome with that phrase and y'all missed, you missed your chance. Okay, go ahead and do it then. Your problem, that's what you say. I'm not saying your problems are little, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think I know where Judas going because I thought the guy who created that is bigger. Bro, come on. That, that that's your world. I thought yeah. you were that, that's go. what I was thinking. I thought he was going to say that. Listen, and it's he all didn't. good. It's all good. But here, here's what, here's, here's, here's what I said. Here's the thing, though. What I said is the God who created that giant thing, Sky, your back. That for me. That, Okay. Is, okay. 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 Oh, it, that is, goes to show that the ocean okay. 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 is like okay. the ocean is huge. <laughs> but if someone can create that giant thing, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> I went right over my head. I got no, it. I, like I knew where he was going when he landed. All right, Daniel, put in put in perspective for Daniel. There you go. Well, I was, I was gonna say. um since we are, this is Confessions of a PK, I think this is kind of some of the more uh, positive sides of being a PK, because I know when I was in school, there were times I'd be like sitting on my bed, I'm talking in tears. I'm talking tears. And after I wipe my eyes, I'd be like, but you know what, you're still God. And it's because we've had parents that mm-hmm. exhibited gratitude and we saw it firsthand and so and not not that we're at the end of it i'm actually really happy that we brought this um subject up as the first episode because um like this really goes to show that yeah being a pk is not an easy thing sometimes you don't even want to be a pk but 
sometimes there are some great parts of it because we had parents that exhibited great gratitude. Now we're here and we're in our own situations and we could be so pissed off, but then we'll stop and be like, but you know what? You're still God. Uh-huh. You still got this. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. Any last words, Dorcas? Um, I agree with what everything everybody has said. Um, one thing with gratitude, like being a PK, you know, I, okay, so the, I saw this video where it was like a bunch of PKs and they were doing like a challenge, like put a finger down challenge. And literally, like me and Carmita did it yesterday and all of our fingers were down. And the last thing that the guy said was put a finger down if um, you would never change, you know, it for anything. And, you know, like I wouldn't change being a PK. I think it would stay up. <laughs> you would be the one. You, you would, would be, be the, the one. one. Hold on, hold on. All right, we'll cut this part out. But like I said, I definitely want to have a conversation about would you guys still, if the opportunity arised, that's actually, that's actually, I'm going to end with that because that's going to be the next topic. Because, yeah. I think, yeah, I, honestly, that should, I feel like that should be the topic for like the episode, like the, like the last season episode. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that question up again, but like, I mm-hmm. think we need to have that conversation. But, um, yeah. it, like Daniel said, we seen it firsthand, you know, how our parents exhibited gratitude. But then not only that, they um, they showed us in the Bible, you know, they taught us, you know, what the Bible says about gratitude and all of that. So, you know, though, you know, I have the example of my parents, but then also have the Bible, you know, from God himself who says, you know, be anxious for nothing. Cause that's honestly, that's one of my favorite Bible verses. So anytime I feel any type of anxiety coming up, I remember that being anxious for nothing, you know, and I recite that Bible verse to myself, but I think being like gratitude is like I said earlier, it makes you a positive person, you know? So like everybody listening, you know, just pick one thing and, just be grateful for it. You know, it might be something very small. You might think it's nothing, but trust me, the moment you start to, you know, say like, you know, thank you. You are like, you know, thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. You know, appreciating everything you have. It might not, you might not be where you want to be, but you're not where you started and be grateful for, you know, just that. And you see, how that can change your life. That is awesome. Well said, Dorcas. Look, everybody, we thank you for joining us today. I hope you guys are enjoying your Thanksgiving. Um, I have have a short thing to say here. Uh, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life, right? Um, Thanksgiving Day is a perfect time to remind one another of the many reasons there are to be grateful. So this year, along with sharing with everyone around the, the dinner table, I want you to remember your neighbor, I want you to remember that person you saw in the street. Uh, we're so grateful that you chose to spend this day with us. Um, as always, my name is Sam, coming to you from San Diego. Jude, Dorcas, and Daniel coming to you from New Jersey. And if you ever need a home, uh, a worship place to go to, House of Faith Ministries is a really beautiful place to meet and to worship God at a Bible-believing church is located, Dorcas, where is it located? 900 Edwin Street, 
All right. North Brunswick. North Brunswick. All right. If you find yourself in San Diego and you want to join myself and some amazing people, uh, I I'm a member of All People's Church right here on a university drive, University Avenue. Come join us. Um, we're so grateful. And before we go, I just want to pray to kind of close us out. Father God, we thank you so much for today as we celebrate yet another go around and as we begin a new season of this amazing podcast lord um continue to use our voice to reach the people that need to hear this message lord father specifically today i lift up um this thanksgiving season into your hands i pray that you continue to give us grace and mercy i bless all the foods around the table May you help us enjoy this day and be thankful and rejoice in this day. We thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. From all of us here from Confessions of a Pastor's Kid, peace out. Love peace. And there it is, Season 2, Episode 1 of Confessions of a Pastor's Kid. That was a great conversation. And with this episode dropping on Thanksgiving, you guys know we did this on purpose. A topic about gratitude? Of course we did. Next episode, join us as we talk about whether we would still choose to be PKs. You guys kind of already know how I feel about it. But join us next time to really hear all the talking points. As always, we love you guys and we really appreciate you. Peace.